You're listening to the Screeners Podcast Network. Welcome to the Next Trek Podcast. Every week we break down the latest episode of Star Trek Discovery and give our thoughts on the final frontier. My name is Chris. And I'm Tyler. And this week, we get to talk about the newest episode of Star Trek Discovery, Magic to Make the Sanest Man Go Mad. The official synopsis is as follows. As the USS Discovery crew attempts to let loose at a party, an unwelcome visitor comes aboard bringing about a problematic and twisted sequence of events. Uh, And uh, this was quite an interesting episode. What are your just kind of initial thoughts about this episode, Tyler? This is my favorite episode of Star Trek Discovery so far, by far. Wow. This is so, yeah. okay, all right. Now, this it is episode- the others in the dust. It's not even close. The other ones aren't even close. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with you in the fact that I, I finally feel as though the characters are gaining traction, the writing is ga- gaining traction. We're finally seeing what Discovery's potential is. Yeah. And, um, it's feeling more like the Star Trek that I fell in love with and know very well. It looks it looks more like a distant cousin rather than something that's completely unrelated. <laughs> Do you know what species. I mean? Yeah, 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 exactly. Yes, yeah, a different species. So yeah, I agree with you. I think this is this is a really solid episode. Uh, it was filled with some really good guest stars. Yep. Um, it was uh, it was a really good it was a really good episode of of Discovery, and I can't wait to get to talk to uh, talk all about it with you. Yeah, I'm I'm psyched. I I think that uh, yeah, like I said, this is by far the the best uh, episode of Discovery. This brings us back to some roots of Star Trek. You know, we get sure. time travel. We get Mud, of course, who we knew would be back. Uh, it's in fact, it's basically. I mean, it's I wouldn't say it's a copy. It's it's a wonderful homage to. I think it was in your top ten or uh, episodes of of Star Trek. It was uh, it was basically cause and effect. Cause and effect. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and you know, also what I think, what I've what I've enjoyed about the last two episodes of Discovery is I feel like there's a little bit of of joy, yeah, that is coming through. They're having fun. Finally. Yes, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Oh. There, there's a little bit of of fun here, and there there there's there are moments of levity, um, and and also you know the the group is becoming you know more cohesive, yeah, uh, and so there's that 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 camaraderie that was definitely missing from the more bleak and downtrodden very sad characters that we've known for the last several episodes of the first few episodes of discovery so i finally feel like there's some there's some fun happening there there's some joy moments that uh, yeah. that have been been very much missed especially by me you know at least anyway no i agree and and i i really am a fan of of you know this new generation of television of you know the breaking bad um uh Game of Thrones, which I'm I'm not caught up on, and Westworld, and and some of those, even the Night of, which are very intense, very you know slow pace, slow burn, yeah. um, you know deep dark shows. I really do like them, but that's you know Star Trek, even though it has had grim moments, it's not always been pervasively grim, and I feel like we've gotten that for a while, and I love. I love that they're taking a breath. You know, we'll, yeah. we'll get back into that. I'm sure we will. You know, we we haven't. It's been a little while since we've seen the Klingons. You know, and yes. um, there was no Klingons in this episode. None. I, it, barely a reference. I mean, at the very beginning. But uh, I mean, I guess that was part of the plan. But we don't see them. Yeah. Um, 
it looks like next episode we'll get we'll unless get some. unless of course Tyler is a Klingon then we've seen a Klingon then we've seen time. a whole lot <laughs> and actually I I've got some some thoughts on on our you know our Volk theory update which I'm sure we'll get to too so yeah, yeah sure I'm, I'm yeah. psyched that we we're getting this just this moment these moments of levity i'm really happy about that yeah i totally agree i love it all right well, let, let's dive into the the more in-depth re this is going to be a difficult episode to recap because it kind of there's it just repeats right this is a, yeah. a time travel repeating episode very much like you said in the vein of cause and effect um so it's going to be a little difficult we may yeah. jump around uh just like the episode did so just bear with us but uh yeah there's a lot to there's a lot to unpack and talk about here yeah I like the uh, so it starts out with the the voiceover that uh, that Michael Burnham has. She's she is um, kind of just giving us an update. We we get the sense we've skipped a little bit of time. We don't really know how long uh, we've skipped, but um, long enough where it seems like Tyler has started to integrate into the crew yeah. a little bit more. Uh, Michael Burnham is able to smile, uh, not often, but she's able to. It's possible, um, and and then we see. Uh, oh, we, we find out she's she's on the bridge. She's now you know a bridge officer. Um, she's sorry, bridge a bridge specialist. She still doesn't have rank, um, but she's there. And then we have uh, we have a a party, which yeah, I love. What did you think about the party? I mean, you know, fine, fine. It was fine. <laughs> it, again, it, you know, I talk about them having fun and and yeah. and wanting to you know we want to see these characters having fun. But I think to your point that you've been making, I totally agree with you on is that I feel like Star Trek has always tried to be in that elevated kind of sense of, you know, we have fun. We're going to go to see, you know, on TNG, I would imagine them watching a performance of some sort of classical music. Yes. Uh, and you that don't is, have to imagine. We see it like, I know. Times. I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you know, that, that's the party that, that is the, that's the stuff that they enjoy in that part of the future. You know, it's more, you know, we enjoy this. I don't think we've ever seen anything quite like this. I think in the JJ verse, we've seen things like this. Oh yeah, we saw a bar fight in the JJ verse. Right, yeah. exactly. So I, I again like this. This comes into that that world so much more to me than the the kind of you know Alpha Prime universe that I sure. that they say that they're in. But uh, it was fine. It was good. You know, it, it felt like a frat party. There were beer. Pong. They played beer pong. Yeah. I can't. That was the, maybe the only moment of the episode where I was like, yeah. all right. Well, it was Cadet Tilly, and she's basically yes. still in college. That, exactly. Like, that's kind of how I took that's it. That's true. That's a good point. That is a very good point. So anyway, yeah, it, it, that, that that all worked for me. The beginning felt like uh, that. the first scene in, I believe it is the newest Star Trek, I think Star Trek Beyond, mm-hmm. when uh, you know Kirk opens up his closet, yeah. and it's the same exact uniform he always yep. wears. And I think that's a good point to make, is that at some point – the, although it's exciting, tedium does set in, and There's I think that it made the, exactly. So yeah. I like this the, this party coming in to say, "Hey, listen, Burnham is now fitting in with the crew. I mean, she's fitting in, in her role, right. but she has not yet fit in with the crew. Now she right. needs to forge relationships and be vulnerable. And this this episode really is about vulnerability, is about yes. being honest with each other. And I oh, I think that's yeah. beautiful. I think it's a great. I think it's it, it's great. It's a very good place to start. Yep. In terms of the party, just uh, so last week we we hit a little bit on um, the, so last week's episode was called Lethe, and and if you guys listened to that episode, we talked about the the original series kind of origins of even that that word. Although Lethe is the name of uh, one of the rivers in Hades, it's it's got mythological origins. But there was a character in the original series named Lethe uh, in the episode The Dagger of the Mind, 
and it was it's the episode where they go down and there's that I think it's the tantalus device that makes makes people forget. Um, in that same episode, so this is just weird. I think it's just coincidence, really. But in that same episode, remember uh, Kirk is talking with uh, Doctor. Is it Helen Noel? She she transports down with him, and they had they had hooked up at the last uh, the last Christmas party. And I was thinking, and and there's like they talk about this Christmas party as though it's like this crazy thing, this crazy rager that was happening on the enterprise. <laughs> and so that was the only thing I thought is, wow, was this, was it like this where we're just seeing people making out in the corridors and, and no. stuff? No, it no? was not. <laughs> Did Kirk run a dignified party? No, no, you're right. It, 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 this is, this is, this is what we've always wondered was happening in the lower decks. Yes, That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Cause you notice, you know, none of the officers are there. Even Stamets isn't there until later on he barges well, into the party. And, and they make that point. You know, yeah. she even, they're talking about why she's never had these kind of, you know, moments, you know, in, in a crew. Yep. And he, she says, well, I was an officer. I, I, I couldn't fraternize yep. with, you know, this segment of the crew. So it's a, it's a good point. We've not, we've not really ever spent a lot of time with the lower ranks. Yeah. And um, so this, is, this what is what they do for fun. What they're doing. So, yes. so in the original series, you know, we've got uh, uh, Sulu and Chekhov are just like partying like crazy by themselves in the lower ranks. Or it's like Yeoman Rand maybe and, and right. Kyle. They're, they're partying downstairs. All right. Well, uh, so we that that kicks us into our, our time loop, and um, yeah. so this is before we know there's a time loop. So she's she's at the party. Tilly is just mercilessly pushing her toward uh, toward Tyler, you know, who yes. is making this big brave speech about the fallen comrades. Um, which, by the way, one that's bringing the party down, Tyler. But two, <laughs> that's right. How dare you? Yeah, but two, that was so in our in our Volk theory update i think if he is a klingon that was that was the most klingon we saw of him a klingon would stop the party and toast fallen comrades yes yeah i had the exact same thought thought this is a very klingon moment uh a thing to do it was like the you know the fallen warriors uh he's lifting his you know whatever so i yeah I agree with you on that. Yes, I I, yeah. I had a very similar thought because I've been watching him the entire time, both uh, last week's episode and this one. Just seeing, I, I honestly do, I don't know that he is consciously uh, Volk. I know, right? I don't know that so, he is. Yeah, maybe he's even a sleeper agent. And he right. doesn't even realize it. Yeah, I think I think what it more likely is they've 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 they captured this. You know whatever they change they they use his memories and yeah. somehow uh volk is like dormant within tyler's brain and so because otherwise be yeah because otherwise all the stuff that he knows all that but i think subconsciously the klingon is coming out in him in, in, yeah. in subtle uh subtle ways that that's my theory at the moment because i'm not i i don't think it's just volk is just he's so good at acting that he's That's been what able. I've been trying to reconcile. Yeah, I, I think he's. I think, like you said, he's a sleeper cell. He's 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 got a the the consciousness of a of a human, but underneath it all is 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 this Klingon that at any moment will pop out and then right. you know anyway. So there we are. So continue. Sorry. No, no, that I I really agree. I think that would be cool. Uh, you know, I, I don't. I kind of don't want him. To be Tyler, although if what you're saying, if he's a sleeper and he maybe doesn't even realize it, right? 
that makes it all the more tragic. Yeah, exactly. Well, but also, you know, at some point, I have a feeling they'll they'll be able to exercise the demon. Yeah, right. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? So right. Tyler is still there and will still be a part of the crew mm. um, after they've been able to get rid of whatever this this. I I I think he's. I think that character will be redeemed. I would um, hope so. But I, I think, really hope so. But I think there'll be a few episodes, if not even a season, yeah. where they fully distrust him. Yeah. And, you know, whatever. They could do a lot of stuff there. So, but that's all speculation. Let's talk about the here and now. <laughs> uh, yeah, that, absolutely. Uh, so they are just great together in this episode. Um, yeah. You know, I agree. So nerdily, I really want him to be Volk because I think that's sweet. But like, Oh, they were they were just great. They they have they have an undeniable chemistry. The two actors do. Yeah. Um. And and so I want to see where that goes. So totally. That's so. Uh, just along with Tilly again pushing pushing the two of them together, not subtly in any way. I I love just these weird, crazy glimpses into Tilly where she we learned that um, she used to exclusively go for soldiers, but she's kind of in a musician phase right now. She. Tilly's still this college kid, um, but is also she's also Michael Burnham's humanity. Sure, yeah, and and I like that. I like seeing this um, this thing, and we're going to continue seeing it. So as much as Michael Burnham is going to lift her up and raise her up, Tilly's going to continue pushing her toward her humanity. Yeah, exactly. They 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 have both bring a different perspective on things, and just like last episode, we saw. Um, Michael tell her how to yeah. become more successful. Now Tilly is showing her how to be more socially aware. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I, love I think it. it's all good things. Yeah, yeah, totally. So they they leave they, the two of them. They are uh, Burnham successfully gets out of having to dance with Tyler, but then they are automatically uh, or uh, quickly called uh, up to the bridge, and they don't know yes. what's going on. Uh, they make some super awkward small talk they they run into stamets randomly in the in the hallway and you know i still am not used to just like stoned stamets you know shroomed, <laughs> shroomed up stamets yeah and i love it yeah that is it is it is kind of one of those subtle things of oh he's literally on yeah. mushrooms he's literally on mushrooms and they're yeah. like he's like he kind of is mushrooms and it's sweet yes um i think they were too on the nose with it by like that whole Portabella joke a couple weeks ago. But, um, but now, yeah, I just love it. And, and he's super hippie, you know, like why would you apologize for a random act of physical interaction? <laughs> yeah, you know? Hugging, and hugging he her. Yeah. I love why, it. Why? Let's, imp- yeah. let's love one another. <laughs> yeah. It's, it is, it is funny. It is really. And, and I think they, at this moment too, he shows off the bio, um, yeah device that culver has created for him correct which is kind of cool yeah we we learn you know instead of being jabbed in the side by gigantic needles to to um use the spore drive they have he has cybernetic implants that allow him to interact with it good job you could have done that probably for the creature but okay yeah but the creature again they can't explain (laughs) it to the Sorry. Uh, yeah, but they can't explain, they can't explain that to the creature though. Right. So he would still be kind of a true, you know what I mean? Like this is something that he, he understands knows what he's doing. He understands he's signed up for it. And now he's got something that'll be, make it a little, uh, more comfortable for him going forward. So this is, he is a very, he's a integral part of discovery. Now Stamets without him, without him, the discovery doesn't work. Yep. Yeah. And, and, 
I think that also is what kind of has breathed new life into him. Yes, he's stone. You know, we can we can go with that a whole lot. But he sure he's even the scientist of in him is now connecting with his research on a whole different way, and he's right. he's seeing the universe in a whole different way. And I and I love that. And I think that's just made him giddy. You know, as much as anything else. Yeah. Well, I mean, is this the moment when they? I don't know if it is or not. When they do like a flashback and they show him like on in engineering, and he's like tapping the yes. stuff and like pointing oh. at him and you know Stamets is just very much kind of like yeah it's groove. a party yeah so yeah. yeah no absolutely his his personality is coming out and uh, you can tell in this moment when they bump into Culver and Stamets Culver is very much trying to say I'm so sorry for, yeah, for my, what, my wasted for, partner that's yeah, running my, around yeah, <laughs> so good it's so good I love it it's it's an interesting an unexpected turn for for a Star Trek character. No yeah. Uh, so they uh, they interact with Stamets. They he kind of sees that, and then they go up to the bridge. And there's a uh, there's the Discovery has encountered a creature floating through through space, a space whale, uh, yes. which they call a Gormagander. Yeah, and, I can't, I couldn't get over the fact that it's so close to Stranger Things, the Demogorgon. I kept like I was like, it's, why? It's an anagram for it. Other than there's an extra R. It's an anagram for it. It yeah. is that. And I'm just like, guys, you knew what you were doing right now, right? Like, how did I don't, you not know? I, yeah, I don't, I don't know what they were. It was very confused. As soon as they said it, I was like, it's a what? Oh, yeah. okay. Not quite. But, My brain, because I'm watching Stranger Things too, which I'm sure yep. many of you who are listening are doing the same thing. And Demogorgon just, I mean, it's just, you know, it comes up. It's... Anyway, so even what the what the creature looks like, it right. opens its maw yes. and it's got these four jaws. Yeah, that open you're up right. Exactly like the Demogorgon. They knew. I I do not believe that they didn't know that. Yeah. But so I'll, they beam I'll take it as an homage. So they beam the space whale aboard, yep. right? Yep. And uh, well, and, and first, I love by the way that Lorca is 100 percent bummed out by the fact that they just found a space <laughs> that's, whale. That's right. <laughs> He's like, he's like, oh, he's like, he's like red alert or whatever, yep. yellow alert. Yeah, they're in yellow alert. And he's like, yeah, okay, what is this going to be? Like yeah. A big ship. It's coming towards us. Oh, no, it's just a space whale. And then, and then. <laughs> Seriously? Yeah, exactly. And then they're like, sir, the, the Starfleet protocol requires us to, you know, basically be humane with it and do, do whatever we got to do. And he's like, really? Fine. I don't, whatever. I don't, I don't care. Yeah. Sir, kind of, I don't care. <laughs> do I Leave look like me I alone. Me. Yeah. yeah. And there's no caring. <sighs> So, yeah, I loved it. And, yeah. and then we see it you know, over and over again in different forms in these loops. And it's just each time Lorca is like, if it's not a Klingon, get it out of my face. Right. Exactly. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. So they go down to, enge- not yep. engineering, but they go down to the shuttle the bay. bay. Yep. Yeah. Uh, oh, they, they, I love it. They, they beam it out and you, I knew it was coming. It was in the previews, but it was still cool. You know, I, I didn't see the preview. Oh, you didn't. So, no, because I, I, I watched yeah, this. Done. Yeah. Yep. So, yeah, I did not. I did not know what was happening, and it was the trippiest thing to see, to see. So, well, a a a a figure step out of the uh, the, the mouth of this. I want to say demogorgon, whatever it is, right. the space whale, and uh, start shooting and killing folks. And, like, and left what did and it right. look like to you? Oh, it's an Andorian. I right. thought, you know, the, as soon as I saw it, I was like, okay, this is an Andorian of some kind. I yep. I knew that mud was going to be in this episode. Yep. But I did not realize this episode was going to be a time loop no. episode. I had no idea what 
the context was for you know mud's arrival yeah. so immediately i did not go to mud i thought this was an andorian perhaps whatever whatever i didn't know but i i really liked that kind of yeah. uh misstep not misstep what is it called when they try and purposefully um uh oh they're they're redirect they're misdirect mis- misdirect thank you yep. they're they're misdirecting so they, what is this alien this weird thing this creature yep. with two uh yeah anyway so Yes, I like that. That was fun. And it was a very, very much a throwback. Mud's entire look felt TOS to me. Like, it, oh it just, man, it so did. Yeah. Yeah, it did. I, I loved it. It, it. Down to the rings, his yes. flowing kind of yep. satiny shirt, his vest. Um, when later on, yes. know, when, when they, uh, he's sitting there at the, at the engineering table and he's got a goblet. Yes. And, yeah. I was like, dude, this is 100% mud. I'm down. We are fine. And Even his his voice, his affectations are a little bit muddish, and I like it. His uh, and then even later in the episode, I wish I won't. I don't want to talk, ruin right now during the summarization. But you know, there's two characters that show up at the very end, and oh. the way that they're clothed uh, yep. looked very TOS. Very like, much so. V- so anyway, I, I really appreciated it. It, it definitely. Again, I felt like I was in Star Trek, the yep. Star Trek universe for a lot of this, a lot of this episode. So anyway, so this Andorian masked thing yep. comes out, starts shooting everybody and they, what, they're able to uh, capture this creature or this alien in a corridor, right? I don't even think they, they, do they actually capture him? I think that he just gets down there and, and, uh. Uh, he they they call down to him and then he takes off his mask and says, "Hey, now you know this is this is what's happening." I, I thought they, they said they trapped him. Yeah, I, th- I think okay. yeah, I think they closed off, the cl- turned off all the doors, and then he takes you know, which off. Is, oh, if if that's true, sorry that I, that just clicked in my brain. If that's true, that probably is what triggers him to do that for the rest of the the sh- the show because they can't capture him because he controls all these force fields. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. He he. I th- and I think I think what we're seeing here is the very first. Right. Uh, sink. I mean, the very Cause, first cause loop. Because doesn't know yet. Right. So it's the very first loop, and then, then we start skipping loops. We don't see yeah. all of the the Groundhog like days. Times. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So we don't see all that. But, um, yeah. So we, he takes off this Andorian uh, helmet mask thing, and it's mud. Yep. And he is very uh, mustache twirly, very. So much so. And it was weird. He says to the captain, the captain is talking to him through the the main screen on the bridge. And basically the captain's like, okay, we've captured you now. This is very strange. Why have you done this? And he said, and Mud starts talking about the fact that he's going to learn about how the discovery works. Yep. He's, he wants to know everything about the discovery. He's very excited to, to know more. Um, and he'll, I can't remember if he says he'll do better next time or. I think so. I can't wait to see you again. Um, we're going to go back. He's like, I can't wait to see you. Oh, and then he says, oh, no, uh, that's right. We're going back. I'm going to yep. go back. And then he pulls out a device and blows up the discovery. Yep. Uh, which so reminds you of cause and effect where the ship Absolutely. blows up again and again and again. Yes. It's it's great. Uh, we get very, oh, I think he even says, you know, like, like you said, I'm going to, I'm going to figure out the discovery. I'm going to sell it to the Klingons. And then this thing, and, and I didn't notice it the first time around, but I noticed it the second, he does keep weaving in Stella, right? He keeps weaving in Stella of, of, uh, you Federation, you made me lose Stella. You made me, um, you know, she was the love of my life. And I, and I, I've not been able to be with her because of this war. Uh, 
and and he, that's his refrain, which again comes back uh, to bite him later on, and I and I I love it, but I didn't notice it at the beginning uh, until the um until the second time. So nice, yeah, yeah. Um, so then that's our first indicator that we have a, a time travel episode. The the ship blows up, and which of course even before flipping back, you know that tells you. Just as a Star Trek fan, that's they're not going to blow up the Discovery. So obviously something's going to well, change. But see, I didn't know it was a loop. So like I, the first time it happens, they describe the the chaos. So they're right. like, you know, uh, deck one is gone, deck right. two, deck three, deck four, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this is a horrible thing. And then it just continues to go up the ship, and I was like, I leaned over at Mel, and I was like, what is going yeah. on? And then the whole thing blew up, and I was like, oh, okay. All yep. right, so we're going, okay, this is a, a loop episode. Okay, I get it now. I get it. And, of course, we hear the staying alive beat coming yep. back on, you know? Oh, yeah. I loved it. Uh, so, yeah, the, yeah, we get back. We're in the party again. Uh, yeah. Stamets. Um, and this is where it's going to get hard to, to do the recap, right? So, um, but just because they're each doing subtly different things. But so Stamets, um, the party goes mostly as normal, although we see some differences um just the flow is slightly different um they don't they interact a little bit differently it, it's quicker it, it's cut it, the, right. the same things happen but they just well we've you've already seen that so they just right. literally they edited it out it's, it's a quicker pace yeah you know to get in, them into the corridor where they yeah. were before yeah right um stamets the the difference though with this one is they get into the corridor stamets is not there right. like that that's more of what i mean there are some some subtle differences stamets isn't there they don't run into him no. because he's now you know he's been experiencing this time loop he comes and chases after them right so stamets stamets is um is basically immune to all of these time loops he is reliving them uh just as mud is and experiencing them while everybody else is reset. I mean, it's because he, he, he is his, his connection to the, uh, to the spores have, have set him in some way, shape or form outside of the normal space time continuum. Like his, his experience is just slightly askew from that, which I kind of like, which is, which will be an interesting, because we've never had a a character quite like that. I mean, maybe obviously Q would be that, but uh, for him to be more sensitive to these kinds of temporal disruption, they they can do some interesting things with the character who is sensitive. Yeah. yeah, I do too. I, I hope that this comes back. I hope this is something that is a continual thing for his character. Yeah. Like something's weird, guys. I feel like something is off. Yeah. Um. I just they can do so much with a character that is sensitive like that. Yeah, they really can. I and I like it. I I think. Uh, yeah. We we haven't and we haven't even revisited this whole weird mirror thing that happened a couple of episodes ago that they just right. dropped in. Which you know. I, originally I was thinking, oh, that's why he's able to. Yeah. And it may be both. I don't know. But yeah. they, they, they actually may be connected with the fact that he's able to be more time sensitive. Sure. So we'll see. Yeah. So, uh, so the party uh, goes forward. Like we said, we, we run into Stamets. Stamets tries to kind of get this message across to them that something is wrong, but he's not able to. And I think even Culber is pulling him back at, at the time. I, I think he is. He's like saying, okay, you know, we got to get out of here. Um well, he he's more insens- in, in, insistent. He, yeah. he 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 seems a little bit crazier. You know what I mean? Yeah. He's he's got the wild eyes, um, yep. wanting to, them to listen. You know. Yeah. And and he says though he says to them it all starts with the not Demi Gorgon but whatever it's called the, the Gormagander. Gor- yeah. Gormagander. 
No, it's Demogorgon. It's just don't even worry about it. It's Demogorgon. Yeah. That's the space whale. The space yeah. whale. So uh, that's the last thing he says to them before they get on the turbo lift to go to the bridge. Like right. it, it starts with this thing, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" Right. Stannis is just nuts. Yeah, Stannis is crazy. At least I like that Burnham and Tyler are um, are smart enough to realize the the trigger when they see it. You know, at least that oh. There's a, oh, it's a Gormagander. The, the odds are astronomical that we would run into one, all this other stuff. So they, their, their threat ganglia are, are raised <laughs> right, you know, a little go. bit. Although, by the way, Saru's threat ganglia is never out in this entire episode, especially even when Mud has a phaser pointed at him. I was like, guys, you made this whole big deal about this weird junk that like comes out of his head and he's just fine. He's not ever threatened. Anyway, sorry. Well, maybe he knows that at the end of the day they'll all be fine. That's true. He's just he's just happy, but he's threatened by Michael Burnham every time she walks into a room, <laughs> but not mud with a with a phaser. Uh, true, true, true. So so Burnham Burnham and uh, and Tyler go down. Um, and speaking of the phaser, even you know Burnham and Tyler go down to the to the cargo bay, and Tyler's got like a phaser in hand, and the um, the medics like, "What are you worried? This space whale is going to attack you?" Yeah. Um, and, the space uh, whale is armed. The space whale is armed. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, then there's, a, I think there's an intruder alert. Um, and I think it's a black. Them. It's a black oh, alert. Oh, black alert. That's what it is. It's a black alert. Yeah, isn't it? Isn't it this time? There's a black alert, correct? Yep. Because they're down there. Just... I was thinking it was going to be much more of a uh, Groundhog Day, where the yep. same thing happens every single it's day. It's a little different, yeah. And and that mud just gets smarter every time. But yep. that is that is not what happens here. Well, it, it, it did probably, but yeah. we, we've skipped. He's just gotten smarter every single right. time. We, as the audience experience this day with Mer- Burnham, because Burnham is the surrogate here. Right. Um, not mud, not anybody else on the crew. Burnham really is the kind of th- not Stemets. Uh, it's definitely through her eyes. And so every time we, we experience it with her, there's got to be, you know, a dozen or maybe even yep. more loops that have occurred, and so this is one of those that have happened many times right. before. You know, before we see it. So yeah, so the the black alert happens, and then we are we shot back to the bridge, right? And the captain is so. like, "I didn't call for a black alert." Yeah, right. <clears throat> yep. Isn't this the time? Yep, and that sends them to engineering because they, they're already there with with. Uh, phasers ready essentially and so that sends them get to engineering real fast something's going on down there yes and and they get in there and mud has basically well mud's killed everybody in the room but that's we he it's not the last time he's gonna kill people yes um, and uh, he's like it's like a kid trying to i don't know fix the radio in his car or something like that he's got like the dashboard of of engineering like all ripped out and yep jerry-rigged and stuff i love it and he's drinking out of this goblet and he's got his rings and he's just so dastardly. It's, it's awesome. It's yeah. just so good. And he's got his master plan and of, of, um, you're going to tell me how, how the, how the discovery runs. You're going to tell me how the spore drive works. I can't figure it out. Um, and then Stamets shoots him in the back with a phaser, but it's yeah. no use. Well, and, and we should also say that Mud has prepared for just about everything oh, and yeah. that, you know, he's got force fields up because they do try and shoot him and, and yep. stun him. But, you know, he's, he's got like, a force field. He's like, are you field. serious? I've, yeah. Of course I'm going to put force fields up. Right. Exactly. So I think it's a good a good moment here just to pause and let's talk a little bit about the 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 physics or the um, 
how all this is working. Did, when do they describe this? Is it later in the episode that we learn that there's it's a 10 minute window, correct? 30. All of this I think it's 30. Is it 30? Okay. Yeah. So it's a 30 minute window that occurs. Is this later? Should we, are we talking about this later? I can't remember when this comes in, but I, I, I say I say we hit it right now. It's fine. It's this is, you know, we can jump back and forth in time just like they do. So Yeah, fine. there we go. Okay, so basically what they've described is that Mud has a device that it's on allows, his wrist. Yes, that allows him to loop 30 minutes. In other words, just continue to relive these 30 minutes over and over and over and over again. Um, and he also, at the same time, has rigged some explosives, I guess, yep. that he can activate any time with a button he has and blow up the ship. Yep. So whatever comes first, either he destroys the ship or the 30 minutes is over. But the question is to me is, is like, so this moment, so does he have the ship rigged to explode no matter what? Cause I think so. And he has to stop it, I think. Or he can activate it. I think it goes either way. Okay. Because that was what confused me a little bit at this moment. That's why I wanted to bring it up to you is that they Stamet shoots him. Yeah. So he's not able to, to push the button to blow up right. the ship. And he's also not able to stop the next time, start the next time loop or whatever. Right. So I was, when, when I saw this, I was like, well, why didn't it just, why didn't time just continue? Yeah. Uh, if I, he wasn't I there. I think that's what it is. He's got to either stop it or okay. that he's got to do one way or the other. He can just blow it. He can start it. He can blow it up whenever. Um, or he can, if he doesn't cancel it. It's, cool. It goes. That, that was my that was my question. I was trying to get my head around the technical aspects of how this time loop, let's yeah. do the time loop thing again, uh, works. So yeah. okay, that that makes sense. I buy that. I think. I think yeah, I think it works. Uh, okay, it's, it's cool. definitely not as uh, as Groundhog Day like you know as as I thought it was going to be. And in fact, you know, I I I gotta admit, I don't love Groundhog Day itself. I, I don't love it. What but is what wrong I, with you, sir? I know. What is I know. wrong with you? I feel real bad about it. But I <laughs> love I love all other ripoffs of it. So I don't know what, what? it is. I know. Supernatural, what? Supernatural, one of its best episodes of all time was their Groundhog Day one. And it's a phenomenal one. Uh, I have it, never watched Supernatural. I don't even know what that show is about. Supernatural. One of the greatest shows. No, ever. no, no, yeah. don't stop. Nope. Stop. I will. I'll go there. Listen, I'm going to, I'm going to do you a favor. <laughs> I'm going to edit this out of the podcast. That's not even going to show up in the feed. I will. I will. It's stand not. By no, it. no. I'll I'm sorry, by, man. And I'll put that and I'll put that in our show description. For it this is. A, it's a CW show. <laughs> yes, it is. Oh, no. Amazing. It's amazing. No, I will. No reservations. Okay, it's, we're not. It's, we're we're just gonna not talk about this because <laughs> it's it's hurting our reputation, and I'm afraid it's rubbing off on me. <laughs> so I wanted to stop. Regardless, there one of their best episodes is that Happy Death Day just came out. Yeah, great, great movie. Uh, it's great Groundhog, movie. Great movie. I walked out of that movie. I was like, I'm buying this. It immediately it was so crazy i loved it all right ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for joining us on this episode of the next trek next week we'll have a different co-host but i really appreciate no that's okay all right wow it's hey you know it's how it is i so whatever it is again i there is something wrong with me i recognize this that that i don't love groundhog day but i love ripoffs of it so 
I, I there is definitely something wrong because uh, cause and effect is more traditionally I guess Groundhog Day although nobody there remembers it it's more like if we saw Stamets if we saw this from Stamets perspective this would be Groundhog Day um, or if it was more from right. Mud's perspective it'd be Groundhog Day yes yeah I think m- more so Mud's because Stamets I really do feel like although he remembers stuff it still feels like he's in a little bit of a haze you know what yeah. I mean. So, yeah. And that's probably him being a little stoned too, but it's, it's, right. it's both. Um, so let's see. So yeah, so it blows up. Mud, mud gets shot by Stamets. It blows up. They go back to the party. And, and honestly, this is, uh, one of, I'm trying to think, am I skipping ahead? Is this one of the really good, so, so Stamets goes and finds Burnham at the party and he says, Hey, I need you to, um, I need you to talk to, to Tyler. He he predicts – I think he just tries to, to just write out and say, hey, I need you – know, you're in a time loop. Uh, right. You're in a time loop. They have they, they have a great moment and this is why I thought – this is why I thought about Supernatural. But um, <laughs> this, uh, they have this great moment where, where he, and, he just um, doesn't repeat her words but he says her words at the exact same time she's saying it to prove that they've had this conversation like a whole bunch of times. Right. Um, and then he finally says, look, this is, this is ridiculous. Tell me something that you've never told anybody so that I can just walk up to you, say this to you. And you know that we've had this conversation before. And yeah. And, and that happens. She lings it. But I think before this too, this is, is this when he asks her to dance? That's what I was wondering. I, I was really stuck and, and wondering if I was skipping ahead. No, that's, that's later. Um, okay. Oh, what's in between this? Sorry, I'm, I'm looking at this recap just because yeah, I'm getting I, confused I, here. I've totally lost myself on yeah. this. This is – okay, so this this uh, go around is, is Lorca. We see Mud killing Lorca over and over again. Which is a great sequence, by the it's way. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, the, 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 it, just the way that shot, it's like a one shot, mm-hmm. um, you know, him – you know, all f- it's focused on mud and he, you know, kills Lorca over and over again and basically it's, says, I've killed you, what, 50 some odd times? I think. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty great. That's a pretty great little like. He's just, eating a sandwich on the bridge as he like beams Lorca into beams space. Beams him over. So this, this, is, this is the joy thing. Even though it yeah. is, it's a, it's, it's a horrific thing. It's still having fun. You're yeah. not like, oh my gosh, did he just brutally murder this? He did. He did. But yeah. he was having fun doing it. And I love how everybody else on the bridge is just staring Watching. at him doing it. <laughs> yep. I love like it. I, I was just like, what, <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> so anyway, I, 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 I it, was, it was just a, a, a good amount of whimsy and yeah. just fun, you know, with, with death. So there it is. And even it's, it's even wide compared to the happy death day. You know, it, it's just this weird, people keep dying over and over again. And, and, and and yet it's really funny how they handle it. You know, yeah. even later when it, it gets a little bit more tense, you know, mud gets more serious and he chucks, what is it like weaponized black or dark matter at somebody? Which, yes. You know, as you do. And, and it's supposed to be the most painful way to die ever. And, and yet they still handle it. Well, it doesn't go so dark that it takes you out of the enjoy the enjoyment that this episode has. So. Yeah, no, absolutely. I, I, I do agree. Yes. Let's see. Uh, so, so then time resets, we, we get out of this and, oh, oh yeah. The other thing, mud, I, 
Mud is the only person ever who would figure out how to operate the transporter with a wave of his hand. Oh, right. Yeah. And I just, and he does it again and again. And I love it. I think that's hilarious. And it's super mud and it's super rain. Wilson, rain Wilson is hamming it up in this episode while not hamming it up. Like he doesn't feel over the top. The best way possible. Exactly. Yes. I, 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 I'm, I truly hope. And the only the only problem I have is the end of this episode. We can talk about it when we get there. Oh, okay. Um, okay. I'm curious. Yeah, I think it's awful. I think it's the the worst way to end this thing. Um, just from a, a from a logic standpoint. Okay. I th- I I think I might know where you're going with this, but we'll we'll see. I'm I'm yeah. kind of curious. We'll we'll wait till we get there. Let's keep going though. Let's keep trucking because you All know. Right. <clears throat> Let's see. So. I, I don't think I've ever had to really refer to notes so often because I'm getting these mixed <laughs> well, up Well, this now. is, again, like, you know, if you're listening to this, I, we may we may have to go backtrack, and it's fine. I'm, I'm cool with that because this this episode is so non-chronology, yeah. whatever it is. It, it doesn't go in order. Nothing's really all that important as far yeah. as, like, A to B to C, but right. the beats are important because right. – Honestly, like I said before, this 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 entire episode, even though it has this fun time loop mechanic, is really about Burnham yep. becoming more vulnerable. It so is. that's 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 what we're seeing here is she's she's living these 30 minutes over and over and over and over again. And every time starting back at the beginning, but hearing from Stemets what what occurred the last time and growing and learning and saying, oh, okay, so, you know, this is, these are the relationships I have with these people. And, yeah. you know, the, there's just these sweet moments, these are tender moments. It's kind of, it's kind of amazing, to be honest with you. Well, and, and speaking of which, this, this next moment, I think, is I, I, I absolutely loved it. So Stamets um, catches up with Burnham, and, I, and I, I had jumped ahead. He, he asks her to tell him. Um, something that only only she would know, so that it's kind of like a, a code word, a password to say, "Hey, I, we've had this conversation before." Right. And um, oh, because he wants her to talk to Tyler, um, because Tyler has experience with mud, and so if uh, of course Tyler won't talk to, to Stamets because they don't know each other very well. But Tyler likes uh, Michael Burnham, which was a little trite, maybe just like, "Oh, he he like likes you," you know. Right. Okay. Whatever. That's uh, that's fine. But uh, it's high school. There's there's no doubt that's high school. Yeah. And th- which I guess fits the party that they're in. So, um, but she fails miserably at, at, um, at, uh, what was it? Dancing with Tyler or actually like getting into to dancing with Tyler. So, so Stamets pulls her aside and they, they, he spends this 30 minutes, you know, where he knows how it's going to end right. dancing with her in the hallway to connect with her and to show her what this means. And, and just how to be, how to be human, how to be a, an emotional person. And yeah, like and again, this is this is Stemets connecting with her, knowing that she's going to forget all of this. Yeah. So it's not like it's not every like she remembers loop. it. No, she doesn't remember this yeah. at all. It, it's Stemets more connecting with her and learning what what she's really all about, so yeah. that when he goes to talk with her on the fiftieth time or whatever yeah. it is he's able to do so with a little bit more genuineness and you know real he, he's be, he's able to be real with her knowing where she's coming from yeah which i think is wonderful and and she she feels that too you know what i mean yeah. like oh somehow even though no time has passed for me i feel as though yeah. you know me 
Yep. You know what I mean? You care about me. And that is, that's, that's a great thing. It's so good. And, and, and we see that. So yeah, even though she doesn't literally remember it, she, in the next time she is able to go to Tyler, she, she asks him to dance. They do dance and it's super awkward because she's not good at it. And, uh, they get called to the bridge. They ignore it. Yep. They ignore it. And yep. it's, she's so focused to, if, if, this is Sonequa Martin-Green is just a great actress because you can see that she, as Michael Burnham, is thinking about every single thing that they're doing. They, she's not dancing. She is, it's like her martial arts, you know, it, it's very precise. She is not feeling it um, until she does and until, uh, which which we'll see later on. They, and then they kiss and it's, it's really, um, it's really great. She, we just get this, um, this sense that Michael Burnham is finally able to begin to open up. She's not there yet. And she, it'll be a while before she gets there, but she's yeah. starting to totally. Yeah. I, I forgot to mention too. Now that we're moving on when Lorca was with mud before mud talks about, I think this is before that, that mm-hmm. happening mud talks about how there's so many ways to destroy this ship. It's almost as if it's a, a, it's design, a, flaw. a design flaw. And I laughed. I, yep, I had I to too. pause. I laughed so hard because it's true because every time you watch Star Trek, you realize yep. you could do so much to blow. It seems so fragile. Yep. You just do a little thing and then it's gone. Yep. Anyway, and I, even, I, I was even thinking Star Wars at that point too. Yes. Where yes. It's yeah. just a big hole that you just have to shoot in and then it, and then it explodes. Yep. I liked it. Uh, so let's see. Oh, so they figure they actually figure out what's going on. Um, Tyler realizes that Mud was bragging about being able to do things like this, was able to to yes. rob a Betazoid bank and things because. So he's used this technology before. Is that yeah. what we're try- we're, we're definitely supposed to get from this? So basically, this magic bracelet that he wears. Yep. He has like multiple of them. It must be because it disintegrates at the end, unless yes. it like goes back in time to a specific place or yeah and, but you also have to think about the fact they mention he i think it's here when they're they're talking about how this is possible they say that he got this from fourth dimensional beings yeah they blow by this real fast i i'm sorry like first i think the time crystals are from doctor who like i'm very <laughs> yes. sure it's straight out of there yeah um, that's true but in fact the wrist thing he wears looks like something from uh uh, season two of Doctor Who, but well, this felt very Star Wars to me for some reason. Like it, it very uh, the, just kind of like, don't worry about the details. No, yep. You know what I mean? For, like for something that has been so trying, and again, I, I can criticize it a little bit, but for something that has been so trying to be very good sci-fi with the spores and explaining all this stuff, and then it's just like, oh yeah, then you know you can just have those time crystals right. where you can go back in time, right? Everybody knows about those. From the fourth dimensional beings that he from, must have had some sort of which relationship must be Q, with. By the way, like I, I don't know what other fourth dimensional beings we've met that can just control time. There's there's probably some, but um, yeah. Well, maybe we're about to meet them. Who knows? That would be sweet. So uh, let's see. We get then we get into the big stuff. This is I feel like this is one of the longer um, uh, the longer loops that we see. So uh, they. They, what is it? So Lorca, we, we meet Lorca back on the bridge and suddenly classical music is blaring and Mark, uh, uh, Mud, 
jumps onto the bridge and kind of just says, hey, this is what's going on. Uh, I'm going to begin torturing you until, or you and your crew, killing you slowly uh, until you tell me how the uh, the drive works. Mud's getting desperate at this yes. point, which I think is interesting for all of his posturing. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think, again, like this is more complex than he yeah. assumed it would be. So and then this is when he is this when he brings out the the uh, the, the dark grenades. Yes, yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. The the marbles. Yeah, yeah. And which again, we'll just bypass the dark matter marbles. That it's like red matter in the in the prime, uh, not in prime in the uh, the two thousand nine Star Trek. He's like red red matter powered ship. Yes, we just have this around, and it can also implode planets. By the way whatever super powerful it's, yeah. it's also known as uh MacGuffin. yes uh, yeah yep a uh, little hand wavium happening there uh-huh. so uh so he, he chucks it at, at stamets isn't stamets the one he kills with it he, he just no 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 he kills tyler with it oh i'm sorry i i meant tyler yeah he he, he chucks it at tyler uh Ty- for by the way for all of the the 823 ways which there are slightly more than 823 ways to die in space i think um he and this is supposed to be the most painful ever tyler doesn't utter a peep at all and, yeah no and, for him yeah he's you know he's 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 he would almost seem as though he's like a warrior yeah it was a little klingon <laughs> I, I know i i felt it but no but honestly michael does something very similar later yeah. on where she, she swallows it and literally just sits there and Oh, she stares him down scarily. That that yeah. one episode. Her eyes, uh, when she's uh, when she's disintegrating, she's just like, "I'm watching you, mud." It was great. Yeah, I loved it. So, uh, and this is the point where I noticed because uh, this is all on the on the bridge. Mud has hold, held the whole bridge captive while he's uh, killed uh, Tyler and is trying to to figure this whole thing out. This is when Saru's threateningly are never ever out, but it's fine. Um, yeah. So, but. Now Stemets steps forward after watching Tyler die horribly and then explains everything. Everything. Why? Why? This I like. I actually like this. Why? Why do you like this? Why would they ever, why does he care? Why would he do that? Why wouldn't he just let everybody die? He knows in 20 minutes or five minutes or whatever it is, it's all going to reset. Why give him the information? Because this is the problem I have with the end of this episode is Mm -hmm. that they don't, he now has this information. Yep. Oh, I think, and Stamets knows this. I actually think Stamets has a plan. And we see this because it's it's not long after where uh, uh, they where they put it all together. Stamets has a plan. So he, he says, you need me. He you know pulls up his sleeve. You need me. I need to be plugged into it. Yeah. Uh, and then, um, and I can't remember why this one resets. It resets because um, of her because no, it doesn't reset. This is this. Oh, he he gets right. everything he needs. That's right. He's a, he, he calls the Klingons. Right. He's, he's got them. Every, every, everything's ready to rock and roll. Yep. But, um, Michael comes into the, to yes. the ready room. Is that what they, we still call it or whatever yeah. it is The mm-hmm. uh, captain's ready room. And, uh, starts talking with him and saying how she is more valuable yep. than anything on Discovery yep. because she killed their Messiah. She blah, 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 blah. Yep. And then reveals herself to be the mutineer, Michael. Um, anyway, so, and, and then, no, go ahead. Uh, this, this is Stamets' plan. I really think it is because they come up, uh, up onto the, um, 
the bridge after all of this. So Stamets, Tyler, and Burnham come onto the bridge after Mud has done his whole hang on, hang on. Tyler, Tyler, mm-hmm. do you play video games? I do. Okay, so you're playing a video game, yep. right? And uh, you you're like two thirds of the way through a level. Yep. And your your life goes down to accidentally goes down to ten percent. Yep. You know, there's no way you're going to finish that level. Do you continue or do you just jump off a ledge so you can start back at the beginning with your full life? You die and then you go back to the... So there's no reason. It's it's more... I like... I really like your analogy, but I don't think for the reason you think I do. It... It's because... Okay, so... so in, in video games, with, with levels that you're playing, you are learning each time how to, even if you die 50 times, you are learning each time how to beat this level. Oh, shoot. Okay, I know this thing is going to jump out. It's going to kill me. Yeah. Um, and that's what Stamets did. And Stamets, with this, the thing you can't do in a video game because they're, they're NPCs and they, they you, can't, you cannot plan with them. Um, but he, he does do this because we know he, each time he resets, he is talking to uh to burnham and who, who talks to tyler i think he finally comes up with a plan and says okay here's what's going to happen all this stuff i told you okay great uh here's you know we're in a time loop awesome burnham the- i we're going to go up there well, he doesn't know tyler's going to die i don't think um but, but I'm, I'm saying at that point though once tyler dies Stemmet says, eh, we can't really continue without Tyler, so I'm not going to reveal my entire biological connection to the ship. I don't ship. think it depends on Tyler. It's it's more Burnham and him. He knows Burnham is the bigger fish, and so Tyler is just the, her excuse to go over to, Lor- uh, to uh, the ready room and say um, this is going to happen. I, I just I can't live without Tyler. Who It was obviously fake. I mean, she's known him for th- this whole Emotional attachment is easy for her to, to disregard. So I, 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 no, I'm not I, saying she's lying about it. I'm just saying she's over-exaggerating her attachment. I can't live without this guy that I've known for a little while. It's it's not that. This is a plan. Yeah, it's okay, plan. but it's a horrible plan is my No, plan. I loved it. I thought it was fantastic. He they cons. Could've... The whole thing is you can't con a con man, and they do. No, but see, none, nothing that happens after Tyler dies is important to anybody but Mud. Yeah, but what, what do they learn? Up. What do they learn? What do they learn? It's not At- about learning; it's setting him up. For what? It's setting him up so that they can entrap him. They can get him back with Stella. And I, I the Stella thing is a stretch for me, but the whole solution of it is. But is they already know everything. But they already know everything. What I'm saying is, is that never mind. It doesn't matter. We're gonna move on. No, I, I. This is no. This is big because so Burnham. What so, do they know? What do they learn? Or do they know? After Tyler dies, continuing that ruse, what do they know? Why 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 does Stemmets reveal himself as being so important to the ship? Explain how the discovery works when he didn't have to. It, it buys them more time. No, it, it doesn't. Yes, it, yes, it does. It buys them more time because so she goes back into the ready room. She swallows the the dark matter pill, and then um, we're on our final loop. We're on our final loop, and so what this does, this loop, this whole loop is a con, right? So they, we see them, we see, we see Stamets, Tyler, and Burnham go onto the bridge. They reprogram, uh, yes. we, they reprogram the captain's chair. They reprogram all of these subroutines to lock Mud out. Okay, but Tyler, my point is, is they could have done that without telling Mud anything. Oh, of course, oh, of course they could. My it's, point, but it's a con. My, the whole point is, is. About but it doesn't. Man. It doesn't have to be a con. 
The only reason why it's there is That's just storytelling. That's good storytelling. I'm no, fine. No, that <laughs> No, because okay, I, I'll tell you why it's not good because let's let's get to the end and then I'll tell you why I have a problem with it because they literally tell Mud everything. They say, "Here's yep. the reason why discovery is important. Here's how it works. Here is how I physically connect into the thing here is everything about they did not have to tell him a single thing once tyler died on that on the bridge they could have just jumped mud or tried to kill him or whatever and reset the time loop no he wouldn't have it would have reset the time loop one more time right just like they did before just like stemmets did before shoot him whatever the the time loop resets then they do everything else the same way except mud wouldn't know anything yep. mud wouldn't have any information and then he wouldn't come back in six episodes that's true and and know all this stuff which is what I, bothers me so much I'll, is because literally me- they tell him everything and yep. then they let him go <laughs> at the end of this episode with all the knowledge yep. all of it so you don't think that this business father-in-law isn't interested in... Oh, of course. Oh, that part I thought was way too convenient. That part, yes. I, I will give you that. I just... I, 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 You know Mud's not gone forever. Oh, you know he's no. going to come back. Yeah. He, he's going to sell that information to the Klingons. this time. Yeah, yeah. and he's going to try and take Discovery again. And now he knows that Stamets is important. So we're probably going to get an episode like four episodes from now or next season or whatever it is. Stamets st- exactly. Yeah. Stamets is captured now. And the Discovery can't use their drive. Yeah. And blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and all they had to do was shut their faces <laughs> at this time loop. And none of it would have happened. I, I will I will concede. I will concede to that. I, I liked... I liked the storytelling of the plan a whole lot. I, I thought that was it was great. I did it, was, too. it was almost Ocean's Eleven. It, it, exactly. It was just you know, I, oh, we've got this great thing, and we, we're conning the con man thing. So let's talk about the I, final I, loop. Let's talk about yeah. the final loop because this is definitely where all that comes together. They're working <laughs> together. They're doing a baby driver or a yes. you know o- Ocean's Eleven or yeah. any of those other kind of heist movies. Yeah. They they have a plan and they're yep. going to do their best to execute that plan in the best way possible. Yeah, it's great. They 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 lock Mud out of all the systems. They um they basically show Mud what he what he thinks you know he's going to see, and then they show him everything that that uh, they can. And uh, they they get Mud to um what is it? They get Mud to signal what he thinks is a Klingon ship who's yeah. going to take possession of the Discovery when it's in fact. Um, Stella and her father, the Count or the Baron, I think. Yeah. Uh, and what what did you think of seeing Stella? Uh, yeah, I thought I thought the scene was was quite fun and funny. It, more from Rain Wilson's acting yes. than from their appearance. You know, I have yeah. no connection with Stella, no connection with the father. I think their costuming was fantastic. Like yep. I said before, very TOS, felt very like, you know, 60s Super sci-fi. colors. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Her earrings are really, yeah. it's, so it's it's a really cool look. Yep. But Rain's oh. acting as Mud here really sells it because he's trying to be so subtle where yes. he, he says things like, and this is obviously in the script, but I can definitely see anyway, where he says, you know, you were, I mean, you are, you know, he, he yes. realizes that he's been talking for so long, this yep. 
fake you know reality in his head where he's been telling people about Stella him losing you were Stella so important you to were me. so yeah you yeah. are so so yeah you realize that he's bought into his own lie and yeah. then he's realizing that he's in a lot of trouble now and he's gonna have to you know so I I like all that that was great yeah. yes very charming and and that's the very the very original series ending to it all is yes he's gonna yes. get his comeuppance you know yes. he's gonna be uh, just like actually, you know, the last time we see Mud in the in the original series until the animated series, uh, is him being stuck on a planet with Stella forever. You know, it's with like yeah. a billion Stellas because they can replicate themselves now, and which I loved. I think that's hilarious. It's so good. If you really stand to think about it, much like a lot of the, the original series episodes, <laughs> if you if you wait for a second and go, hmm. They just released this guy who just hijacked a ship. Yes. Forget Michael Burnham who pulled a phaser on her captain that one time we sentenced to life in prison and she we vilified her yes. in the entire human race. We've got Harry Mudd who just tried to sell out his ship, a ship to the Klingons. We're going to let him go. And who has critical classified information now about how yeah, this... Yeah, forget that's Starfleet security stuff going on right now, yeah. I just true. don't understand. I just don't. But it did... You're right. That is the reason why this felt so much like a more traditional Star Trek episode yeah. because it had a beginning, middle, and an end. Yep. This this particular episode, if you knew nothing else about Discovery, you could yep. watch it and it has nothing... It's a standalone episode. It has nothing to do... Would... Yeah. It is. You would get everything. They explain who Michael Burnham is and what she did. Yeah. We're at war with the Klingons. You would get everything from Discovery in a nutshell, just like a Next Generation episode. True. Yeah, I, I agree. That. Yeah. What did you think about the little tag at the end between Burnham and Tyler? This is the second episode in a row where we've got Burnham and Tyler um, having a little having a little moment together, and and he says, uh, oh, "I'm really sad that that we missed our that I missed our first kiss." And then it, yes. then it ends. Yeah. No, I think that, you know, it's fine. They're obviously trying to, you know, last week he introduced or she introduced herself to him, right? Yeah, and a now, second time. I yeah, thought that was a little time. trite, but that's fine. Yeah. And now, you know, they're talking about the kids. So obviously they're trying to push the emotional connection between these two mm-hmm. characters. It's fine. It's fine. Yep. I think, again, I you know, that his connection to being a potential Klingon spy is it, I think all of this is nothing more than a ruse to get us to kind of like like him yep. and like them and then tear it all away yeah. uh, you know in the most vicious way possible so it's, it's going to be bad yeah I have my guard up for that That that's that's what I have up but it's sweet uh, it's fine it's good it's good for her character to not be so harsh and unapproachable yeah. for the audience so for that i appreciate it because she's becoming more and more dare i say it likable um she is i so, i really am getting to like michael burnham yeah so i i think all of that is in the service of making her more likable yeah and for that i'm grateful that's good but i don't i'm not totally sure yeah it's fine it's good it's good it's not great it's good all right it looks like next week we have a Saru-focused episode, which is kind of yeah. cool. Yeah, and it's an away mission, but we yeah. haven't seen much away since the. I think only the first episode, uh, that the very first scene of the first episode, yeah. is the only That's, away mission that we've actually experienced. So it's going to be interesting true. to see them on a planet. We've we've been on yeah, like the Klingon ship, but that wasn't really an away mission. He got captured and stuff. So I didn't think about that. You're right. 
You're right. We, don't, we haven't been on any planets with the with the particular uh, Discovery crew yet. So, so I'm I'm excited for some good special effects then with that. <laughs> what do you mean? It's I just the- think it's it's going to be neat to see. Now that it's not okay, like original series or even next generation, it's not going to just be like, hey, a single oh, soundstage background yeah. color, yeah, and and even your know, Deep Space Nine did way better with that. Voyager still fell back on that every once in a while. Um, so yeah, I, I'm excited to see. It's of course going to be super green screen, but I they've been doing such a good job with effects. I'm, I'm looking forward yeah. to seeing seeing some good uh, some good stuff with that. Totally. Yep, I so. am too. I, I'm 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 ready. I'm ready for it. So any, any last thoughts, any, anything to bring up? No, no, I don't think so. I think this is a really solid episode. It's a, it's a step in the right direction for me yep. for discovery. I feel like if you've had problems with the series, these last two episodes, hopefully have begun to speak a little bit to those concerns. I hope they continue it. I really do. I, I, I'd hate to see them go back to the more morose, yeah. uh, sad, stuff that we had to get through but i think we're going to get be getting back to that once yeah, oh. once this klingon thing uh rears its ugly head so yeah and, and i, I think we oh go, go for it no go ahead please i think we have only have two more episodes until the the end of this half of the season so we know you know next weekend or next week will probably be uh if if it's another standalone it'll be it'll be one more and then with hints at bigger things and then obviously something huge is going to drop uh, in two weeks. Yes. Uh, yes. And I yeah. think, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what that thing is. Yeah. If it is, you know, this Volk thing. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, you pointed out to me and those out there listening may not know, but, uh, apparently the actor <laughs> who plays Volk yeah. has a, has a Twitter account now. Uh, and he talks about how he's a real actor uh, how he's been to all these wonderful parties with the crew, I love it. <laughs> and and it's just it's it's honestly there's no way that this is not happening, Tyler. There's it's, no it's so, way that this is not happening. It's so cool. This actor, this and this Twitter account. We'll we'll try and link it in the in the show notes too. Uh, it's it's Javid Iqbal, uh, and he's like, it's just like a dude in. <laughs> It, it, like he just whoever whoever's running this Twitter account is just like um, cutting and pasting uh, Volk's face over somebody in these different scenes. So it's like him with his arms around like Anthony Stamets or uh, or Sinequa Martin Green with just Volk's face superimposed over. Right. It. Yeah. And I mean, like I they're they're, so they're obviously you know out to like dinner yes. with the cast members. Everybody's out yeah. of obviously their their uniforms and they're just they're re- in, in the real. You know, these are the actors, right? Yeah. And then you have just the. <laughs> The pro, Volk. the IMDb profile thing for the actor who plays yep. Volk, just sitting there in full <laughs> Klingon makeup, just like, yeah, I'm, I'm a real actor. I you love know? it so much. And and what would I, you know, it's probably some Yahoo on on Twitter. It's probably not anybody related, but I would love it if it's actually some PR guy, uh, who's that's his job is to impersonate this guy on Twitter. It would be the, I'd love that. I just think that would be so great. I have to say too, you know, this is this is totally outside of of this episode, but this is more along that level. The more thing that that brings credence to me to this entire theory is that have you been watching After Trek? This is the official I show. I missed this week's, but okay. I, I've been watching up until this point. I haven't watched last week's, okay. so correct me if I'm wrong. They have not mentioned this theory. No. They See, so so what what that's what bugs me and b- brings it more and more closely to I think 
it being real is they yeah. don't want to talk about it. They don't yeah. even want to get into it. They don't want to deny it. They don't want to discuss it yep. because it's a real thing. Um, yeah. It's just, it's, it's, yeah, I think it really – have they had Tyler on the show yet? I think he's on this week. I think it's the one that we both – it sounds like we both missed. So oh, really? Maybe it's, maybe it's there. I believe. Oh, no, no. I saw this week's, but oh, I you didn't – saw this week's? Yeah. Oh, so he's, he was not on. Who was on this week? Uh, the actors who play Culver and, and Anthony Rapp. It's Anthony oh. Rapp and Culver. Oh, okay. I, thought, I don't know the I actor's it was, name for Culver. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I forget. Anthony Rapp, but yeah, I forget the other guy. Um the other guy I've seen in a lot of stuff. Uh, Anthony Rapp was new to me, um, but the other guy I've seen in quite a few things. Yeah, so, you know, that's... I, I just find that to be suspect. When the official After Trek discussion of start the, of the episodes do not even acknowledge... Yeah. Don't even, don't even want to touch it. So yeah. it'll be interesting to see as the series goes on if they actually ever get back, if they ever actually do mention it or if they're just keeping that close to the vest and saying, no, we're not, we, we can't, can't talk about it. So it would be, it would be cool. I just wonder if they can't, if they can't uh, expect that Matt Myra can, can keep it together. I don't know. Cause he's, he's such a super geek. It'd be, it'd be, I mean, he's a professional. He could, he could do it if they told him he can't talk about it, but it would be cool if, if he would tease it and just play it up. Who That'd is this awesome. again? I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, Matt I'm, Myra, the guy who's ho- who hosts. Um, oh right, right, yeah. yeah, 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 totally cool. I think I think they should have a guy in Vogue mask go on. I think that'd be just that'd be great. Yeah. Okay. And now please welcome yeah. the actor he's who here, plays Jeffy Nickball. He's he's right here. And it's literally the guy who plays Tyler under yeah. the mask. That'd be so great. They but, have so many opportunities, but they're not going to do that because no, it's they it's want it to be they want it to be a secret, and because it, yeah. it's a real thing, it's really yeah. happening. There's no yeah. way, maybe not. Who knows? We'll see. All right, all right, that's it. Cool. Well, yeah, that was good. So, uh, as always, everybody, uh, you can join us, uh, join our conversation on Twitter. We are at the Next Trek, and uh, also on on Facebook at the Next Trek as well. But uh, the the big thing um, that I, I'd say, and I think I've been teasing this for a little while, we've got a, a, another interview coming up with uh, a guy. Uh, it was it was an awesome interview. It was so so interesting with Dr. Ethan Siegel, who is a he's a real life astrophysicist, and it's he's going to talk about the physics and, or the the science of Star Trek. But he he does it in such a, a relatable way that uh, I think that I think you guys are really going to like this uh, this interview that's coming up. Look for that later this week. That's exciting, man. That's very cool. All right, cool. Well, sounds good. Live long and prosper. 